You're listening to the Pride of the Ozarks. A man who is so balanced, he takes his half right out the middle. Broadcasting from the backside of the hills of Beverly, iHeartRadio proudly presents the Dave Hines Show. Woo! I know that guy. I know that guy. That's me. My name's Dave. That, of course, was the beautiful Dawn Day and her lovely voice. Dawn's out today. She's out doing she's out doing real work. I don't know what that means, but she's out making the world a better place, and so I'm in here making the world a better place, but Dawn uh be back in soon. Man. I just had uh, I had some random thoughts that have been popping into my head today, and I thought maybe I could just bring up a couple of things that some of them are serious, many of them are not. But I just thought maybe this would be a good day to just like a clearing house of some random thoughts. Number one, if you're a musician or you've got something that you're into that has stuff, do you have pictures of all those things that you love? Because I've been watching all of these fires out here in California and you, you just start trying to figure out like, what the hell would I do? if Because... It's one thing the whole, like, the fire's coming, you got 20 seconds, grab something. I mean, you know, there's that thought process. But then there's the thought process of, like, well, it's fire season. And maybe now you've got 24 hours or so to where you got to get out of there. Then what do you take? Because then you got enough time to, like, grab a few things, make a couple trips out to the car. It's not that holy crap moment. So what are you grabbing? But it also got me thinking about, you know, people in in one foul swoop have lost all of their worldly possessions. And I know it doesn't make everything right. It doesn't fix everything. And there's a lot of other stuff to go down, you know, back on with that. But really, it's important if you've got like gear um, hanging around around Nikki Six and with all of his guitars and stuff. And we talked about that like. It's one thing, well, for him, he's got, you know, insurance people and people that work for him. But with you, you've just got those two guitars that you've loved forever and that are worth a little bit of money. You may be surprised, especially if you've got a guitar from the 50s, an electric one. You ought to have somebody take a look at that. But the main thing is take pictures of all your gear because things happen. Bad stuff happens, stuff breaks, fires happen, floods, tornadoes, thieves all that kind of stuff. And if you just have good pictures with the serial number, especially like on your guitar, make sure you take pictures of the headstock, different stuff like that. But just have those pictures. First off, it's nice to have them on your phone. So when you're invariably talking to some stranger out in the middle of nowhere about guitars and you want to tell them about your Les Paul custom, boom, there you got a picture right there. But also, if you are out somewhere and you're having to explain to a law enforcement investigator what the guitar looked like, well, now you got the picture. So just a good idea to to keep that thing up there. And that's all. But like, you know, whatever it is you love, if you got woodworking tools or, you know, your your craft stuff or whatever, but that stuff that is going to have to get to re- be replaced and it's not going to be okay with like, oh, well, we'll just get you another Fender electric guitar. It's like, no, 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 no. That one was a special one. So just do that sometime soon like take pictures of all the stuff just have them saved on your phone because it it really does help it also is like looking at your own personal museum and i know some guys that they got some pictures of their kids and lots of pictures of their guitars but i'm not i'm, I'm not going to comment on that 
Huh. Another random thought I had, um, tall people. Tall people have a hard time. And um, one of the main things I think about is, think about. I'm talking about really tall, like over 6'4". The kind of person where they are not able to go through a single day in their lives without having a conversation with every stranger they meet about how tall they are. I feel sorry for you all up there because I, I cannot imagine how that is just everything. is going to, oh, you're tall. People don't come up to me when they're like, you know, oh, this is Dave. Wow, you sure are fat. <laughs> oh, man. I'll bet you like cheeseburgers, huh? You cheeseburger guy? Oh, what about burritos? Ooh, I'll bet you like pizza. But we see a tall person and we're like, oh, you basketball player? Ooh, man, I'll bet you like, you don't see that. Yeah. They just got to be tired of that. One thing, though, that tall people have on us, regular-sized folk that I had not thought about until recently is um, they can walk into your home and see if you're lazy. And let me tell you why. Because you only see things from your eyes down. I doubt you get up and stand on top of the coffee table and start looking around to see the tops of things that are still dirty. They see when you don't dust stuff. They can tell what level you can reach with your cleaning tools. So I'm just telling you, while they have to go through all of these long, drawn-out, ridiculous, stupid, pointless conversations about, ooh, you sure are tall, they also know, like, wow, you sure are a slob. You haven't cleaned on top of that refrigerator ever. It's like an ant farm up there with its own farming operation. That kind of stuff. Just saying, tall people. They, they have, you know, there's some good things and some bad things about that. And then, um, oh, oh, one other random thought I had. I know this is just very random. Does anyone remember illegal bass tapes? Remember? You know, when, when like, it was, I first became, you know, like, late 80s, early 90s. Probably late 80s was when everybody started putting subwoofers in their cars, really stepping up that audio game. Now, that might have been going on well before that, and I just didn't start paying attention until the late 80s, early 90s. But I remember my cousin Shelby had this, had this, you know, had a couple of 15s in the back of his old Buick, damn near rattling the thing apart. But he got out this tape, and I can't remember, it was like the Miami Bass Boys or something, you know, lots of Zs in there. But um, it, it, it had a warning on it that it was illegal bass. Like, as if there was some type of regulation in Washington, D.C. They were there at the FCC, and they were like, all right, we need to combat some sonic crimes. There are people making tapes with frequencies on there that are just too low, too low and un-Americanly low. That's how low those frequencies are, and we can't have that. We need to enact laws. And so then... Laws were enacted about how low the base frequency could go. Or this might all have been total bullshit because I don't believe that the FCC or anybody has right. You know, I may be wrong. There may be regulations like <laughs> you cannot put base that low on there. No, sir. But I always like the concept of, you know, this is this base is so low on this tape. It is dangerous. Now, that does also seem like kind of a stupid thing of like hey by the way we're gonna sell you this tape and you know that that five thousand dollars worth of audio gear that you just put in your car in 1989 
yeah, we're going to sell you a tape that could destroy that all in one foul swoop. It's illegally low base. I don't know. I, I miss illegal base. And then my final thing, my final random thought of today. What is it with places like fancy places that are so fancy they they get off on not having things, and that makes it even more highfalutin. Case in point, you ever been to a hotel that doesn't have a shower door? Like the shower's kind of maybe off in the middle of the room, and you're staying at this hotel, and you're like, wow, look at this. This place is insanely fancy. The shower doesn't even have a door. You know, there's... These doors don't even have doorknobs on them. You just push it. I just wonder what is the concept that makes us so fascinated with places like, because a lot of places you go to a, you know, just a middle of the road hotel and you're like, they didn't even have a shower door. What a, what a dump. But you go to a fancy place, doesn't have a shower door. And they're like, wow, they don't even have a door on the shower. It's so fancy. I'm just saying, I want to go to more places that are famous just and they're fancy because of what they don't have. I'm thinking like the most fancy restaurant out there, completely white room. You walk into a door that basically disappears, same color as the wall. All completely just stark white. And there's a table and you just sit down and they serve you nothing because there's no food. There's no wait staff. This place is so fancy. They don't even have a kitchen. And you're just sitting in there. That is the ultimate highfalutin dining experience, I think. All right. Well, just a few random thoughts. Man, I hope you have a good day. Just got a little bit of this week to knock out. I know you can do it. You can follow me on all social media at It's Dave Hines. Hasta mañana, my friend.